Hello and welcome back to the Pinstripe Podcast. I'm Lexi Samanchek, your host. And before I start this week, I just want to apologize because I know that this seemed like it was going to be a Yankees podcast and I fully planned on it being one. But Major League Baseball has been such a mess these last few weeks. There's more to talk about in the entire league than to just talk a little bit about the Yankees spring training. So this week in baseball, everybody is angry. So I'm going to start off with talking about the league and then I'll end on some nice Yankees news. So we're going to start off with Rob Manfred's first presser on February 16th. So this was the one that he did in Florida. And I just hate everything that has happened (laughs) in the last like three weeks. Baseball has made me ridiculously mad, completely stressed. And it's just, I don't know why this man is in charge. So to start off, he says, you know, he's a big precedence guy and he doesn't, you know, this is the first time something like this has happened. So he really wants to make sure that he sets the right precedent you failed to do that like you need to set a precedent like does he know what that word means you know it means like to set a guideline and like how this should be handled in the future the precedent that he sent or set kind of is you know you can do this and you'll get away with it like there has been again like we've said a million times limited um prop like limited I can't think of the word punishment. There it is for, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to be all over the place today. Very long day at practice. I'm tired, but I'm committed to this. Here we are. (laughs) Um, He, the precedent that he said is that you can have the largest cheating scheme in sports and only four front office guys and no players will get in trouble. Actually, the players, the rest of the players in the league will get in more trouble because they're angry about it than anybody involved will and it is just oh he he said that the punishment for the Astros players is evident in the faces of the players when they went out to apologize so you know them like feeling oh I feel so bad I'm sorry you can see that that's their punishment like the guilt that they're supposed to feel even though the punishment's or not the punishments, the apologies were clearly scripted, clearly written out for them. You know, they didn't really have much guilt. Um, most of the time when people cheat in a sport, you know, they're, they're not allowed to play anymore. And I know maybe like having the entire Astros organization, you know, banned from the sport might have been a lot, but it could have set a precedent, you know, that whole, that whole point that he was, you know, wanting to show how this should be handled in the future, that, that might have been something, you know, he said that the punishment was clearly enough because four people lost their job, but like, I just, this whole situation makes me so mad, and I don't want to get angry because I just don't have the energy today to really get angry and upset at this point like 
every time I read something new, like, I think it's a joke. I'm like, there's no way that, there's no way this is actually happening. Like, that's not, that's not true. Every time I read, like, a new tweet or a new bleacher report or anything about baseball, I'm like, there's just no way. Like, like, someone's pulling my leg, someone's making a joke. Like, this is not, this, this ain't, this ain't it, chief. But, like, when he says the punishment was enough because four people lost their job, like, if a team sucks, more people lose their job. Like, if a team does not perform well, there are more people that get, you know, let go or fired than, you know, the biggest, I'm going to say it again, the biggest cheating scandal in sports. Like, this, this is not, it's not little. It's not a small thing. It's not like, oh, if you guys... You know, one guy was caught doing steroids. No, the entire team was stealing signs and then they were also using doing that to win World Series, which is that's the whole that's the whole point of you know, of the of the sport. Like you're supposed to try and win championships, you're supposed to try and win the World Series. And he was saying that, you know, people have to relax about accusing them of using buzzers you know the team denied that they used buzzers like of co- of course they're gonna deny it like if like uh, I just feel like the people running this investigation were idiots like of course like I don't care okay they're immune they'll tell the truth no they won't if you don't have any hard fact to break up to back up that buzzer then they're not gonna go look for it you know, they're not going to tell you that there's buzzers so that you go and find them. You know, that's still an edge that they can have. Again, not confirming or denying that there's buzzers, but, like, there is that rumor and that theory. Like, they're going to say no, even if they're immune. The players being immune is absolutely ridiculous. I hate that. That's my least favorite part of the entire thing, is that in this player-driven scheme, the players are immune. How? <laughs> Sorry, but, like... In whose mind did that make sense? Like, who was like, you know who shouldn't get in trouble for this? The people that did it. Wow, Rob Manfred loved it. Like, he has to be an Astros fan. Did he grow up in Houston? I don't know where he grew up. Has has to be an Astros fan. <laughs> yeah, it just has to be. Um, and the thing that, like, blows my mind... Well, there's two more things that that blow my mind um one is that pitchers who throw at Astros players will get more of a suspension than any Astros player I think I talked about this last week I might not have why (laughs) that's that's my only question is why like there are so many people okay even if it was a team that wasn't in World Series contention it's still the fact that you disrespected baseball, and I'm going to repeat myself from last week. You disrespected baseball, disrespected the sport, you were cheating. Like, <laughs> there's no easy way to say it. You were cheating, and everybody tells you that that is wrong. Like, from the minute you grow up, you were told that cheating's wrong, and they were like, actually, we're going to do it. The, um, the dagger... Uh, Manfred's first press conference on the 16th was 
Um, and this is a direct quote from our, our dear commissioner, Rob Manfred. Quote, The idea of an asterisk or asking for a piece of metal back seems like a futile act. People will always know that something was different about the 2017 season, and whether we made that decision right or wrong, we undertook a thorough investigation and had the intestinal fortitude to share the results of that investigation, even when those results were not very pretty. What? The idea of an asterisk or asking for a piece of of metal back sir that is the commissioner's trophy it is literally named after your position and you're just going to call it a piece of metal people devote their entire life this siren is going off again it's wow um people devote their entire lives and entire careers to trying to raise that trophy one time like Call the Cubs who hadn't won in 103 years. Ask them if it's just a piece of metal. Call the Nationals from last year. Is it just a piece of metal? Like, it's not. It's not. And Josh Turner really ripped into him on this, and I wish that I had some notes on what Josh Turner said, but pretty much he said that is absolutely ridiculous. The most, he said something along the lines of the most useless part of the commissioner's trophy is the word commissioner, and that is... That is beautiful. That is great work, Josh Turner. I know that as a Yankees fan right now, like they're our biggest National League threat, but there is not one thing about the Dodgers that I'm mad at right now, other than the fact that they have an electric team. But like Cody Bellinger, who I'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah, Cody Bellinger went off. Um, Josh Turner going off is really big because like this shows that like this is a league-wide problem um some guy on twitter kfc was trying to say that like the yankees were being crybabies and being whiny like no the entire league is mad sir um like but calling it a piece of metal is ridiculous like first of all like it represents the best team that year like it has meaning um and i didn't think that we would ever have to explain that the world series trofer trofer that the World Series trophy holds meaning, but apparently the commissioner doesn't understand how important the commissioner's trophy is. And second of all, I do feel like taking that away from the Astros might actually make them feel a little bad about something and realize that what they were doing was wrong. Because like, really, what consequences have the Astros faced yet? Like, not much. Okay, you get hit with a few questions, and like when you go out and talk to reporters, like, yeah, everybody's getting asked questions. Like, it's okay. I mean, like, once we get into season, when they're getting booed and attacked, like, that's gonna be not attacked, but when they're getting booed, but like, the Yankees, I, I go to school in Boston, I go to Red Sox games because Sundays they're cheap. Actually, this season they'll be dirt cheap because they're gonna be terrible. Like, I could probably, they'll probably pay me to go to Red Sox games. Um, but like you can sit there and there will be F the Yankee chance going on when they're playing. Like, um, my friend and I went to a one o'clock Dodgers game on a Tuesday one time, sixth inning rolled around, fuck the Yanks started getting chanted. Like, it's just, 
It's just a thing that happens. We were at the Patriots parade last year. There was an anti-Yankees chant going on. Like, hate's going to happen in sports. Like, that's not where they're going to get, like, they're, that's not where they're going to start feeling guilty. If you take the trophy away from them, then they're like, oh, crap, we actually lost the important thing, you know? Take the trophy, strip the banner, get rid of that banner. It should not be there. It's just, he just, the fact that he thought it was okay for him to say that it was just a piece of metal is it's ridiculous. Trey Young just dropped 50 points. Sorry, I know this is not a basketball podcast, but that is wild. Trey Young, absolutely insane. Sorry about that door. So then, two days later, Rob Manfred reported in Arizona on February 18th for another presser. I wasn't able to watch either of these um, because, again, I am a student. I'm sorry. Um, But apparently the press was just going at him. Like they would ask a question, he'd answer it, and they'd fire right back. Like it was apparently electric. We talked about it in class. Um, But he started off with apologizing for calling the trophy just a piece of metal, but like it's too late it's too late for literally everything like the words already came out of your mouth like you already said it which means that you were thinking it like you are you're no you can't apologize for that can't come back from that um he said that taking the trophy away is quote an impossible task for an institution to undertake Uh, aren't you the institution that gets to take that away like I'm not I'm not too cleaned up on my baseball politics and like how the hierarchy and like how those decisions are made. But I think like I think the commissioner can have like a little power over the commissioner's trophy. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. But like that you might you might be the one that can take it away. It's. Ah, I just, he makes me so, so angry, and I didn't want to be angry. I wanted to be talking about spring training baseball and how exciting the Yankees look like they're going to be, and, like, I'll get there in a minute, but, like, he went on to say that he wants civil discourse with players who disagree, but, like, the players are very angry, and for obvious reason, like, I don't, I feel like us having to, like, tell him that it's obvious that they're angry is ridiculous like he should know that they're angry for a reason because this is their job this is their life this is what they love they're angry because what you did was wrong um like Mike Trout had something to say which is first of all absolutely crazy I feel like Mike Trout never talks about baseball I saw a tweet and it was like listen you got Mike Trout to talk about something other than horses and the eagles then you did something wrong um Mike Trout really stays away from things like this um Cody Bellinger went off absolutely amazing I I love Cody Bellinger I know he's on the Dodgers and I'm supposed to hate him but he's first of all very good at baseball well last year he was very good at baseball (laughs) he struggled a a little bit I expected him to do better some years before but last year he played very good baseball not gonna lie he's also very good looking I'll I'll be honest sometimes I just like players because they're cute sue me um Nick Markakis 
went off he said that they deserve a beating which is absolutely brutal but like a little funny dj lemayhew the machine (laughs) he he's so he's so awkward like i love dj he's absolutely amazing to have on the team he's so useful offensively defensively but like (laughs) he's just so awkward he pretty much gave them an i'm not mad i'm disappointed talk and it was it was perfect it was it was perfect it was flawless (laughs) um glaber was not caught on tape but brian hoke who is i will say it again the best person to follow for yankees information like the man is i don't know how he tweets so fast like he has a new tweet out like every 20 seconds it's absolutely crazy um he um he talked about how glaber talked about it in the clubhouse and he was well spoken but angry um you didn't get a lot of like direct quotes from it because it wasn't it wasn't like recorded or anything but he pretty much said like he's he's angry um and then Aaron Judge, the judge has spoken. He was very straightforward with like it's the punishments are weak. The player should be punished. And someone asked him about the post he took down about Altuve. He's like, hell yeah, I did it. He's he's over it. He is over it. Um, but I think the the peak of this all you know these are all baseball player baseball player baseball player obviously being upset about their own sport I think it really peaks um when you get LeBron James to tweet about it and listen I'm this might be a little polarizing I'm not a huge LeBron fan like I think he's a fantastic basketball player I give him all the props for basketball but I feel like sometimes he's just overwhelming with like he's just a lot like he's just he's just a lot you know guess what he built a school I've heard that a thousand times um, but I, he is, he's a, the greatest athlete of our age. Like Kobe was fantastic, but I feel like he's a little bit past me. Like I didn't really see Kobe play basketball that much. Um, but LeBron is, he's the greatest athlete that is on the face of this earth right now. I think he's fantastic. Um, but he said, quote, <clears throat> here, here it comes quote, listen, I know I don't play baseball, but I am in sport, and I know if someone cheated me out of winning the title and I found out about it, I would be, he bleeped it out, but he said, I would be fucking irate. <laughs> I mean, like, uncontrollable about what I would slash could do. Listen here, baseball commissioner. Listen to your players speaking today about how disgusted, mad, hurt, broken, etc., etc. about this. Literally the ball, baseball emoji, is in your court, or should I say field? And you need to fix this for the sake of sports. Hashtag, and this is the most ridiculous part. Just my thoughts coming from a sports junkie regardless of my own, regardless my own sport I play. End quote. First of all, he is irate. He's not angry. He's irate. I just thought that word was funny. I was like, bro, just say you're angry. Like, that works just the same. Um, but, like, you got LeBron James, who, like... I don't want to say he normally stays out of things because he is very involved in things but like to get him involved in baseball I feel like you really you really had to do something wrong um and you know he's obviously trying to keep himself like semi out of it by saying like you know it's just my thoughts because I'm not a baseball player but like he knows he's probably friends with baseball players I bet 
you know, it'd be absolutely like iconic again. Like I don't, I'm kind of like contradicting myself because I'm, I said, I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan, but like picture LeBron James and Aaron judge, like just getting dinner, just like being bros. Like I just, <laughs> it, it would be funny. Um, but, or like, uh, LeBron James and Gary, they're just like Jay chilling at a bar. And oh, could you imagine walking into that? LeBron James, Gary Sanchez, and Aaron Judge walk into a bar. <laughs> um, but, like, it, this is affecting more than just baseball. Like, this is national news, obviously, now at this point. Um, and it is branching to different sports. It's reaching LeBron James, who I feel like is sometimes unreachable. Mike Trout talked about it. Like, you got LeBron James and Mike Trout to talk about it. Like, you ought, sorry, you obviously did something wrong. Um, on Twitter, I saw somebody photoshopped LeBron James into a Yankees uniform and they're like, we'd welcome you. You can come play. Um, so yeah, Robert, Rob Manfred is an idiot. Um, that's pretty much how I'm going to end this section. Um, I just have my, my, um, notes pulled up for the last like three podcasts and it's like the Mookie trade, which I started with. And then the last two are just Rob Manfred, idiot. Um, so, um, we're just going to touch on, um, some Yankee spring training news because I just can't, I can't talk about that man anymore. I just really, I, in one breath, I'm like, maybe he can fix things, but like, there's no coming back from this. There's, you're done. Like you, nobody likes you anymore. You, you've done everything wrong. Um, so some Yankee spring training move. So we're going to start. So it's, um, right now. It is Thursday, February 20th. Um, we play our first spring training game on Saturday. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Uh, Garrett Cole does not throw on Saturday. He throws on Monday, which is – it just, like, builds the anticipation, like, a little bit more. Like, Boone was like, I'm not going to give it to you right away. I'm going to I'm gonna surprise you. I'm just going to sneak him in the second day. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he only throws, like, four innings, and then they're like, all right. We know what you can do. Um, but what was, some people were a little concerned. Aaron Judge uh, had some right shoulder discomfort. He didn't take BP or throw on day one. And he was saying it was just, it was soreness. Might just be from getting, I, maybe it was just like from getting back in the swing of things, change of weather, you know. Obviously, like they're throwing, they're swinging a lot. Um, he's not playing on Saturday, but honestly, I'm not too worried about it. I know people on Twitter were like, oh my God, Aaron Judge is not playing on Saturday. Like it's 2019 all over again, which is fair. Like that is a totally fair fear to have because like it is, or not 20, 2019, yeah, 2018, 2019. Like that's a totally, like, I feel like we're going to be kind of like that anytime anybody kind of experiences any discomfort or, you know, they take a day off because something hurts. Like we had what? 39 people on the IL last year um and you know we do have that new strength and conditioning coach who I can't think of his name right now but you know I'm talking about um like there's it's just been a different uh change in schedule and like change in their workout so like that could also totally be a part of it and I think because of their numbers on the IL last year Boone's gonna be like I think particularly careful about like making sure people get adequate wet rest days but like even my coach 
like I know I'm not playing 100 whatever games but like even my coach is very aware like you know sometimes you just need to take things easier to prevent like a, a little tweak from turning into an injury it's just like a, a precaution so um a video of Giancarlo Stanton uh <laughs> hitting BP uh came out and you put one off the friggin scoreboard I hope like with all of my heart that we have a really strong Stanton season I know he's kind of str- like I don't want to say he struggled as a Yankee but he's he's had issues as a Yankee like with injuries and such but like when he was in Miami he was absolutely ridiculous and I think that it was just like a shift from coming to Miami to New York you know different weather call me crazy but like weather does have a lot to do with like how you play and I know that we play a summer like this is a summer sport but like you never know different training staff they treat him differently I just really hope that we have a healthy John Carlos Stanton so we can have John Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge in the lineup and Gary I don't know why I keep forgetting Gary you know you have John Carlos Stanton Aaron Judge Gary Sanchez Glaber Torres like oh my oh my god that sounds beautiful um but he did say um about the Astros if I can just touch on that debacle very quickly one more time because he said two few things two things that I think were pretty spot on in that like he was like if I knew what pitch I was seeing in 2017 I would have had 80 home runs which is a great point like Stanton is kind of a guess a guess hitter like he just She's like, hope you put the ball here because if you put it here, it's going a long way. You know, he doesn't, I don't know if he really reads the ball out of the hand and the spin all that well, which is fine. I think 90% of the time when I hit, I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to just swing and hope that it works out. Um, so like, he's like, if I knew where the ball was going, I'd hit so many home runs. Um, so his is a little bit more um, on the, on the calm side. But then he, um, he did say that, the Astros were only really sorry because they got caught. And when I read this, I just thought of the Rihanna lyric. You know you're only sorry you got caught. And I just think talent recognizes talent, bro. Like, yes, Stanton, quote Queen Riri. Um, and it was just, it was so funny. I, that's all I wanted to say about that is that he quoted Rihanna. So Miguel Andujar is at spring training, throwing over the top, not this weird sidearm thing. He's working out at first. He's working out at third. He's working out in the outfield. Boone said, I think yesterday that he that Gio Urshela is our third baseman for right now, you know, because he came off of a career year last year. And I agree. I think Gio had a fantastic year offensively, defensively. I don't know why we'd change it. Um, so, Andujar is, uh, I just don't know. Our problem right now is I think that we just have a lot of players who all want to play and should play, but we can only play nine. Um, so, him being, like, healthy and good, it's like, oh, God, like, that's great, but I also don't know what to do with you now. Um, I think that if Stanton's really feeling, you know, all right and good, then Andujar can work as a DH and he can play left when Stanton needs a day off. And if his infield's really looking good enough, you know, when 
Gio needs a day off or Voight needs a day off or whatever, then we can really use him as an infield replacement. Like, he can be that the guy off the bench, you know, who goes in when people have days off. So then even... Because I feel like DJ sort of played that role a little bit last year because we would have, like, he'd play first and he'd play second. Like, DJ played all over the place last year. And I feel like if we lock DJ in at second, then you can use Andujar as Geo's like when Geo has a day off, when Voight has a day off. Well, I guess if Voight has a day off, we want to put Ford there. But like if Geo has a day off, toss an Andujar. If anybody in the outfield needs a day off, toss an Andujar. But the thing is, if you like, ah, oh, it's just like, because then he's good. But then when Aaron Hicks come back, comes back, then what do we do? Where does Brett Gardner go? Where does Stanton go? Where does Andujar go? It's just like we have, I feel like we just have so many bodies that I want playing all the time. And they can't play all the time. It's like I feel like one day I just need to like sit down and just like break down my perfect Yankees lineup with the people who are healthy and then go through like, you know, with Hicks in and like if like, okay, maybe we need like Talkman. Mike, Mike Talkman. And then, like, I'm a huge fan of Tyler Wade. I think he's, like, okay, offensively maybe he doesn't have the power, but he is so fast. And, like, I feel like speed is something that sometimes gets, like, brushed over in Major League Baseball. But, like, there's speed, like, oh, yeah, like, Mike Trout's very fast. And then there's Tyler Wade's speed. Like, can we, like, he's just, oh, he is so fast. Like, we just have bodies who I want to use and we're not. Like, we can't use. Um, I'm also really upset that we got rid of Cameron Mabin. I loved Mabin. I loved him so much. I loved the energy that he bought. You know, the hugs after home runs. Hugs for homes. <laughs> so cute. But yeah, I think our, our biggest problem, and like, it's not even, a, like, it's not a problem, but it's like a problem. A problem for me is that we just have so many bodies that I want to be playing all the time, and they can't all, all be playing at the same time. So that's like a like a a brain game <laughs> that needs to be solved. Um and just to end here because why not end with a little bit of frustration is that from earlier in the week I have this I have a note of that it seems like we're going, you know, pretty conservative at spring training for Severino. You know, he really hasn't thrown a lot of live BP, you know, they're trying to ease him into it. Um, but then it comes out, I believe today or yesterday, he's got forearm soreness that has been irking him since last season. Hmm. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Actually, that's a lie. I'm, I'm very mad. Um, what? Like what? Um, I just, I don't under. If it has been bothering him since last season, I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to hop in and be like the Yankees doctor and say like why he didn't do anything about it or anything. But like if it has been bothering him since last season, what did they do in the offseason to make it stop? And what failed in the offseason that didn't make it stop? You know, like these people are paid a lot of money to keep these athletes healthy. Um isn't he healthy what's going on 
Um, so that was, that was a frustrating headline to read. Um, I'm kind of a little nervous. Apparently Debbie Garcia threw very well today though, which is exciting to see our top prospect just humming it in there. I'm pretty sure he struck out Gary Sanchez. I'm pretty sure he struck out Gary Sanchez. Hoke recorded, uh, Aaron Boone and Andy Pettit throwing the other day at spring training and somebody like quote tweeted it or reply tweeted to it and they said and this is our James Paxton replacement Andy Pettit welcome back to the Yankees um that would be that'd be crazy um but that's it for this week hopefully next week I can not talk about Rob Manfred ever because he just makes me angry but if there's been any um consistency to this league it's that I will have to talk about him um so thank you for listening if you want to keep up with me on twitter it is at lexi samanchek l-e-x-i-s-e-m-a-n-c-h-i-k i have taken a bit of a not a step back on twitter i'm still there just not tweeting as much school happens softball happens i'm there when i need to be there i'm not there when i don't need to be there i've tried to kind of step take a a baby step back but i follow back i promise i'll talk about the yankees um again thank you so much for watching don't forget to subscribe on either spotify or itunes or wherever you choose to listen to your podcasts and this has been the pinstripe podcast i'll see you next week bye